So this question is, how can I get a job as an animator if I don't have good skills in acting and lip sync animation? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, there is many ways to tackle uh, this one. Um, I mean, for, for me, I never considered myself having good acting skills. Uh, I've developed the minimal amount of acting skills that I needed just to be able to film some reference uh, myself. Uh, but I've often relied on other better, uh, uh, other animators that were better actors uh, um, than me to shoot those refs. So having good acting skills is definitely a good bonus to have, but I would not see it as something that is essential uh, to have a good career as an animator. The lip sync part, for me, this one is, well, just become good at it. Mm. That's the only thing. It's uh, unless you you want to specialize into motion capture editing and you never want to tackle facial animation, but if you want to have a broad range of opportunity. And for me, lip sync, it's not like you have a natural <clears throat> skills or talent for lip sync. No, you just learn how to do it yeah. properly. And just put the time in. That's it. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I, th I mean, so I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think that um, there's there's lots of jobs out there that you can get that don't focus on the, because like when I think of lip sync, like really good lip sync uh, and very, very good acting skills, I'm thinking about usually like long format, like feature film stuff like Pixar, DreamWorks. These kind of films are going to just, it's par for the course. You can't really escape it. You're going to need to spend the time. And while you're saying that you're, you, don't, you wouldn't consider yourself a good actor, there's a difference between being a good actor and having acting skills and having good instincts on on a good performance like what like the, the be able to sort of wear the skin of the character and understand them and get inside the head and and this is something that um ed hooks talks a lot about right this is why he kind of became a specialist in speaking to animators about acting but not in a formal way like what do what do animators need to understand about acting um and really it's just about you know it's it's about observing human psychology and just observing human interactions and understanding it breaking it down taking the time to think about it but um but you could there's a lot of jobs out there that don't focus on these two things and i think video game animation is a good example although i would often say that um you still need to be able to put a good performance in even in a um, even in game animations um, so you're not going to be completely off the hook for a decent, a decent looking performance because we are entertainers at the end of the day, right? We can't even just because we're moving characters around on the screen to serve some of the purposes of a, of, of, of a player's desire to move a character doesn't mean that it shouldn't be awesome and shouldn't instill some sort of player fantasy. And part of that is the animation that we put on there. So, yeah. and uh, I think there's also a certain limit of how good of an actor, uh, obviously if it's a talent, natural talent, then even better for you, but yeah. Uh, in my experience, when I said I, I just developed the minimal minimum requirement as uh, acting skills, because let's say you shoot some reference for your uh, own shot in an animated feature. Well, you're probably alone with the camera or maybe with a you know cork or something like that. But you can literally like shoot ref forever, like 40 different versions until you start to pick up something. And even when you pick up something, it can be from multiple take. Oh, I kind of like what I did in this take and it kind of fit with this part. And so you kind of Frankenstein uh, mm -hmm. a, a little bit a performance and then you can try to remake yeah. the entire performance or just or just keep the the edit. So it's you don't need to be on par with someone that would go, you know, do a play or something like that uh, yeah. to have a very valuable mm -hmm. uh, um, a skill that you can use as an as an animator.
Yep. And I'll, I'll say one last thing too, just on this topic, because I think it's a good one. Um, I, I, I would also come at this from a different angle rather than being worried about you don't have those skills. Um, I think that I, I always tell animators that a good way to, to level up in a way that they may not immediately think about would be to take an acting class. Like, God forbid mm -hmm. you actually go and, and get in part. Like if you, people who do improv, think about improv because improv is a really good example of this because improv teaches you to like, it's all about flow, the, the, the flow of thought and to not like put too many blockers. It's like, you want to just take an idea and run with it. And that kind of inspiration and that kind of spontaneity is very, very helpful. Um, a very helpful muscle to flex because and, and to, to get very strong because it'll help you on the production floor when you're trying to come up with good good ideas or good gags or just good just good concepts all together and i think it, and the other in the uh, the other be benefit will become that you'll you'll you won't be as you know you won't be as stiff and nervous in front of a camera because i know most animators are um and you, you your best reference is yourself if you can shoot yourself with video then you can build a really good reference for yourself but you're but the reference is only going to be as good as your performance in front of it right so the better you get the you know and no one needs no one ever needs to see those videos it's all just for you so you don't have to be scared or embarrassed it's like 100 you trying to be a character and then you know be able to like learn from that because you're better at you know if you can channel that sort of real time performance um you might be able to capture something all that much more believable so yeah don't be shy get out there and even if you're shy, just do it, and just exactly. the fact of doing it, you, you'll exactly. get. To, you might never get to a point that you will deeply <clears> enjoy <throat> it, but you might at least get to a point that, like, you know, it, it's part of the work, and I, I don't mind doing it. Uh, yep. Anymore. Yeah, I can I can tell you for so, as someone who has to put themselves in front of the camera every single day and put themselves out there, that was not easy at the beginning. Um, it's hard for everybody. Like I I'm comfortable with it now. I think probably mostly because I've taught online for so long, and that that was the the beginning of my learning curve. David's done that as well, so um, we have an unfair advantage because we maybe got a bit of a, a head start on it. But 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 now here we are, and we're putting ourselves out there because we feel comfortable. And you need to be able to feel just as comfortable if you want to put yourself in front of a camera and capture your own reference. So I. David said, just do it. Just get used to it and, and, and make it happen.